Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. and I am so excited to be with you today. We're going to talk about Christmas around the world, episode 175, if you want to see the show notes. And I have to tell you, I love, love, love Christmas. I love celebrating. I love decorating my house. I love being with my loved ones. And I'll tell you that it excites me that all over the world, people celebrate Christmas. And I love that all these different countries have their own unique traditions. So I am going to take you on a little trip around the world so that you can see different countries, how they celebrate Christmas. But of course... Maybe you can incorporate some of these traditions into your own Christmas traditions at home. So we'll, we'll take a whirlwind tour around the world and we'll have to fly by plane, our own private chartered plane from place to place. I'm just kidding, but we're really going to have a good time. And one of the things to keep in mind is if you want to study Christmas around the world with your children, think about flags, think about maps, because it's really fun to draw a map of a country, to label a map of a country, or to find a country on a world map and circle it. All those things are really fun. But what you can do with flags is you can turn a country's flag into an ornament, You can also make a banner with the flags of the countries that you visit. And so you could have a little banner of the flags you saw, and then you could maybe put some Christmassy things on too between each flag, like a star or Christmas tree, and then you can hang it from a window or something like that. And that's a really fun way to um, just be festive and think in terms of, Uh, Christmas around the world. So the first country that I'm going to take you to is Germany. And the reason I'm going to Germany first is because so many of our Christmas traditions hail from Germany. A lot of them hail from England, too. And of course, that makes sense because here in the United States of America, early back in the colonial times, it was the Germans and the English, for the most part, who settled those colonies. Of course, we had so, we had the French, we had the Swedish, we had the Spanish. I mean, lots of countries settled in America, the Dutch, but it's, there was just a very high percentage of Germans and English and they brought their traditions with them and they have some really special traditions. So anyway, back to Germany. Germany is a beautiful, beautiful country and it's full of rolling hills and mountains and the weather gets very cold. You've got rivers, you've got castles, you've got cathedrals. It's just a very much a Christmas land, the perfect place to celebrate Christmas. And in Germany, if you lived in Germany, the Christmas celebration would start with the first Sunday in Advent. And many people who don't go to church all year long, they'll go to church during Advent and, of course, for Christmas Eve. And so a lot of German families have little Advent calendars where they mark 
and count down the days until Christmas, Germany gave us Christmas trees. And so Christmas trees are attributed to Martin Luther and that he wanted to bring life into the very cold winter um, homes and they would decorate them with little candles. Of course, that's probably really dangerous because in our house, the candle would be off the tree very quickly, burning the house down. But today we use Christmas lights, but we get our Christmas tradition of Christmas trees from Germany. They also gave us Christmas cookies and especially gingerbread, gingerbread cookies, gingerbread houses, all those come from Germany, and if you set up a little village in your Christmas decorating, those little villages come from German Christmas celebrations. So all of those things started in Germany. Germany has started Christmas markets where you they would have booze. It would almost be like a carnival, but all devoted to Christmas. And that, of course, spread all throughout Europe. You find Christmas markets all throughout Europe. And you also see very similar things to to Christmas markets in America. Sometimes they're craft shows, sometimes they're festivals. But again, that goes back to Germany. One of the things that Germans do a little bit differently than we do is they have, they celebrate Christmas three days in a row. So first is Christmas Eve. They go to church and then after church, they open presents. The next day, Christmas Day, they celebrate with feasting and family. And then finally, second Christmas, the day after Christmas, was a day originally set aside to give to the poor. So people would um, take offerings to the poor or bring food and clothing to the poor. But now a lot of times families just hang out together and relax. So that is Christmas in Germany. And if you would like to bring a little German Christmas into your own celebration, why don't you bake some gingerbread cookies or decorate a gingerbread house. Either one of those is a great way to bring a little bit of Germany into your Christmas. The next stop is Mexico. I know we're just flying right across the ocean again over to Mexico, um, right below our southern border. Mexico is such a great place to celebrate Christmas. It is the time that the poinsettias bloom. So Everything is really festive and, and beautiful. Even their flag is red and green. I just, Mexico has some wonderful Christmas celebrations. They have the nacimientos, which are nativity scenes that basically those nativity scenes are life-size sometimes. And so they're huge and their families set them up. I remember when I was a little girl, we had a life-size nativity scene in our front yard. It was made of wood but it had this paper glued to it. So it, it looked real. Like, so Mary, Mary was made of wood, but then there was paper to make, you know, a painting of Mary. It was really, really pretty. And I loved it. And so another thing they do is they have Christmas plays called pastorales and they have ferrolitos, which they line up, brown paper bags and they cut designs out of the paper bags and put candles in them and they line their sidewalks and streets. It's very festive, very pretty. 
one of the things I really like is the Las Posados, which is kind of like a family parade, but not really like a parade. What happens is to celebrate Joseph looking for room in the inn, they go to different houses and they say, is there any room? And and everyone says, no, I have no room. And at the last house, they have a small little party. Well, on the final one, they have, they go on house to house, is there room, is there room? And they end up at the church service. It's very, very precious. Another thing that they do in Mexico is they have uh, pinatas and those are super fun. Pinatas, if you've never used a pinata at a birthday party or to celebrate Christmas, they are super fun. You could get a star to represent the star that led the wise men to Bethlehem. But, um, if you want to add a little bit of Mexico to your Christmas, I suggest a pinata. Next stop is England. Here we go again. We're flying across the ocean in England. Of course, I talked about Advent, Advent being very important to people who celebrate the, the church year, which would be the Lutherans in Germany and then the Anglicans in England. And so many English families have Advent wreaths. And another thing that is different, we tend to celebrate Christmas the whole month of December. And then as soon as Christmas day is over, everyone takes their decorations down, everything goes away. But if you celebrate the church year, Advent is for four weeks, the four weeks before Christmas, there's four Sundays in Advent, and it's a time of preparation. So yes, there's Christmas decorations out. But then the 12 days of Christmas start on Christmas day. So one, two, and you count all the way to um, Epiphany or Three Kings Day. Um, and then that is kind of the end of the Christmas season. So in England, they celebrate the 12 days of Christmas. They go Christmas caroling. They decorate with lots of lights and they decorate with holly, ivy and mistletoe, among other things. Um, so we think of that song, Oh, the holly and the, the holly and the ivy that goes back to England. One thing they have that's beautiful there is candlelight carol services. So different churches have these services where you can go. The candles are beautiful and the choir sings carols. It's just really, really lovely. And they also have um, caroling. That caroling, the tradition of Christmas caroling started in England where a group of people would go house to house and sing Christmas carols. And usually the people in the house would give them something to drink or some Christmas cookies. Um, another tradition that started in England was Christmas cards that started during the Victorian times. And so if you send a Christmas card still, we still send Christmas cards. And that goes back to England. They, of course, like Germany, have um, and most places around the world have Christmas Eve services and they have something called Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. And Boxing Day is where, again, it started as a holiday to give to the poor and to reach out to the poor. But now it has become a holiday where people return Christmas presents they don't want for the most part. Some people still give to the poor. One fun thing that they have um, after Christmas dinner is the Christmas cracker. 
And these are little cardboard tubes with gifts and candies inside and lots of confetti. And so you link arms and you pull each the strings on the person next to you, crackers, and you all do it at the same time and the crackers break and there's confetti everywhere, which sounds a little bit messy to me. But I think it would be really easy to make and really fun to do when Christmas is to have Christmas crackers. So that's something that you can try if you would like a little English in your Christmas. Well, now we are going to go to the Middle East, and we are going to go to Bethlehem, the birthplace of Jesus. Now, most people who live in Bethlehem are Jewish or Muslim, but because it's the birthplace of Jesus, people from all over the world come to Bethlehem to celebrate Christmas. So they go all out with decorations, with lights. It's just beautiful. And one of the things, if you want to learn about Bethlehem, take time to read the prophecy about Jesus being born in Bethlehem. And then um, looking at, of course, the, the Christmas story where, um, date, where Joseph has to go back to the city of David, which is Bethlehem. And that is where Jesus is born. Also, um, you can look in Bible study guides and handbooks for pictures of what Bethlehem used to look like. We guess Bethlehem used to look like in the time that Jesus was born. If you go to current day Bethlehem, each denomination has its own procession before the special midnight service or whenever they have their service. And that service, that procession will go through all the different sites in Bethlehem where you can see different places where this is what this happened, this is what this happened, and then you end up at the church service. So that is very special. There is also a Christmas Eve parade followed by fireworks in the city of Bethlehem. And of course, church services everywhere. There's so many different churches in Bethlehem and they are packed at Christmas Eve. If you want to bring a little bit of modern day Bethlehem into your Christmas, then I suggest watching the Bethlehem parade on TV or if you can't find a way to watch it live, you can watch last year's Bethlehem Parade. South Korea is where Christianity is growing the fastest. So it is a great place to visit. And it's now a national holiday. The city's stores and buildings in the city de decorate with lights. They're beautiful light displays. And church is a very important part of the South Korean Christmas celebration. So a lot of church services, really special music and things like that. One of the Christmas traditions I thought was really precious is that they will visit loved ones carrying candles house to house. And I thought that was really cool. Now they have a special Christmas cake. It's made with rice flour but it's it's really good, and that is something they do at Christmas. Another thing is their Christmas feast. You know, we usually have turkey and or a roast or something like that. Well, their Christmas feast is barbecued meat with rice, sweet potato noodles, kimchi, bean paste, and vegetables. So if you want to bring a little Korea to your Christmas, I encourage you to make a Korean Christmas dinner. Now the Philippines. We're going to head to the Philippines. It's not super, super far by plane. It definitely would be if we were going by boat. But the Philippines 
is got a neat combination of Japanese, Spanish, and American Christmas customs because those are the countries that have occupied the Philippines over the years. So one of the things they have is called peril, and those are Christmas lanterns. There's Christmas lanterns everywhere, and some places even have a Christmas lantern festival. Their Christmas trees are made of plastic, metal, or wood, so not like the evergreen trees that we use. And they have something called Simbang Gabi, and that is from the 16th of December to the 23rd of December. They get up before the sun rises, and they have a church service. So I think that's really cool. On Christmas Eve, they have a midnight mass, and one thing that is a big Philippines tradition is Christmas cakes, again made with rice flour. We're over in the Far East, and they they eat them and drink ginger tea. So if you want to bring a little Filipino to your Christmas, then I encourage you to make a Filipino Christmas cake and drink ginger tea. And there we have it. I've taken you to Germany, Mexico, England, Bethlehem, South Korea, and the Philippines, and you have visited these amazing countries and gotten a chance, a little chance to celebrate with them. And now you are back in your home. And so now you have the opportunity to make Christmas special for your own family. And if you want them to travel around the world, then you can, of course, bring some of these traditions. Again, I mentioned the flags. Those are always a fun way to remind children about other places. And and always look on YouTube because there's so many videos of Christmas celebrations in different countries. Like you can Google Christmas parade and then the country or Christmas markets in Europe. That's just very beautiful. Those are so amazingly beautiful. Anyway, I hope I've given you a taste for Christmas around the world. And from our home to yours, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.